0: Welcome in everybody, 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Friday, December the 9th, 2016. I'm Jake Marsing, look who's here. Or hear who's here. Yeah, you can't really look. Yeah, but it's Ryan Green, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Ryan's here. Uh, First pod Ryan has done with us this week. Yes,
1: I took a little vacation because I feel like I'm going to be working a lot over the holidays. That's probably safe. You know, our... Profession really doesn't have holidays, so
0: no, nope. There's a game on Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. The uh, Broncos play the Chiefs on Christmas Day. That'll be a massive, monumentally important ball game. Yes, uh, but there's also a pretty important ball game this weekend, Ryan, and that's what we are here to preview on today's episode of the Broncos Blitz. The Denver Broncos heading to Nashville, the city of. of What's what's Nashville the city the of country music? The home of, is it the home of country I music? I think it might be. Or is that Memphis? But no, it's somewhere uh, in Tennessee. I
1: thought Memphis was. Oh, no, I think
0: uh, Nashville is the home of of country music. I think you're right. Graceland's in Memphis, though.
1: Right, and yeah,
0: and UT is in Knoxville, and and, and uh, that's yeah. about all I know about and, Tennessee. Uh, Jack
1: Daniels is in Lynchburg.
0: Andrew Jackson was from Tennessee. Al Gore was from Tennessee. These are all the things I am know are about Are you Tennessee. from Nashville? No.
1: Because you're the only 10 I see. Oh. See, now that's a pickup line for anyone you who wanna wants to You want to hear my, my pickup line? Yeah, go.
0: Did you just get hit in the head with a baseball? <laughs> because you look swell.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that's that. not bad.
0: I like that one, too. All right, no, we do have a uh, football game to preview. The Denver Broncos, 8-4, and four, heading to Nashville, take on Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans, the 6-6 six and six Titans, Broncos uh, going to be a difficult game for them in a lot of ways. We just shot the preview video a little bit ago. That'll uh-huh. be up on the site shortly. Uh, but there, I, I would be concerned about this game if I was a Broncos fan. And I know I said that last week about the Jags too, but I proved out to be half true, half right. Uh huh. If it wasn't for the pick six, right, that game would have been significantly more. It was a one possession game clinching. there at the uh, at the end. You know, yeah. it was seventeen to ten. And the Broncos, by the way, Ryan, this is a stat that's kind of amazed me. You know the one winning team that the Broncos have beaten all season? Is it the Texans? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, the Bucs now. They're the yeah. only team with a winning record that the Broncos have wow. beaten this season. That is that's astounding to me. But it's the truth.
2: Yeah. And They've that's... lost the
0: Raiders. <laughs> they lost the Chiefs. They Doesn't lost... make me feel better about anything. No. So the Titans, not a winning record, but a, uh, a 500 record thus far under Marcus Mariota. We'll talk a little bit more about the specifics of this game, some of the numbers that, that would really scare me if I'm a, a Broncos coach or yeah. coordinator. What are you just generally looking at this game? What do you think?
1: I think we both agree, uh, ignore the 6-6. Six and six. Uh, This team, the Titans, have been on my radar ever since I realized how good of a run team they were and how much the Broncos have kind of struggled with it, with at least power run and run games. Um, They have, they just have a a frustrating offense um, to where even if the Broncos do stop the run game, uh, they have Marcus Mariota to deal with and Delaney Walker to deal with. And so this, uh, the Titans may not be built for a Super Bowl, but they have a roster that is built to beat you know, the Broncos, especially with the Broncos' uh, offensive struggles. And and like we've been saying, the the one defensive area where the Broncos have been struggling with this season, seems like that's the strength for the Titans.
0: Let's talk a little bit about this Titans offense, Ryan, because you're absolutely right. Titans offense overall in net yards per game is seventh in the NFL. They're fifth in yards per play. They're eighth in points per game. They are a top 10 offense, no matter how you look at it. But the thing that really pops out at me, Ryan, they're third in the NFL in net rushing yards per game, rushing for 141 and a half yards every single time they take the field.
1: Uh, yeah, Gary Kubiak must be jealous of that offense because it sounds like what he wants to do. It sounds
0: like his offense. Yeah, yeah. it
1: sounds like his offense. It they're 18th like...
0: in passing, third in rushing. You're right. This is a Gary Kubiak. That's his. That's his dream.
1: Yeah. So again, it's it's. You you look at it and you go, okay, well, they can run the ball. That doesn't mean they're going to put up a lot of points, but it means they're going to control the clock, control the game, control the tempo, and... Uh, That's not something the Broncos really, you know, uh, deal with well. They usually like to be the ones that dictate things no matter how slow they go or, you know, uh, whatever the offense decides to do. But the defense doesn't like being, you know, out there longer than they need to, and this is a game where I could see them getting in those situations.
0: So the Broncos, Ryan, I've got all the stats in front of me because I brought the big book in It's a big book. It's like, yeah. That's the big. Is there parking pass in there? Uh, no. I wonder if there's a full season. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, no. There is a. There's a big discrepancy between the Broncos' pass defense and their rush defense. We've talked about it at ad nauseum. Broncos first in the NFL in pass defense. You cannot throw the ball on this team. They rush the passer too well, and their secondary is too good. But Ryan, they are 28th out of 32 (sighs) teams in the NFL. In rush defense, their rush defense has been not just bad this season; it has been abysmal, la, la, awful, la, la, terrible. La, la, la. We talked about it in the offseason in training camp, what the impact on losing Malik Jackson and Danny Trevathan was going to be. That is what it is. Uh, Vance Walker going down in training camp did yes. not help. We talked with Jared Crick on Get to Know Bronco this week about that. Uh, he he Adam Gotsis, they're a fine group of players, but that has been an issue for the Broncos this season. Yeah. They cannot stop the run. The Titans love to run the football. That scares me if I'm a Broncos
2: fan.
1: Yeah, and we're not talking about the weather either because the weather is going to be a bit of a factor. I expect rain, so it's <laughs> going to be, what, 50 and, and muddy, and it's just going to be a, a classic NFL Films football game. Um, but I'm anxious to see how the Broncos deal with it. Again, offensively, I just it, it comes down to what they can do offensively. Um, and I think the rain will affect that a little bit. I think it's just going to be a sloppy game. I expect turnovers from both teams. And boy, I just yeah, it's it's an uncomfortable feeling. I think I think we both agree.
0: I'm looking at these numbers uh, because the the thing that everybody's talked about all week is will Trevor Simeon play? Uh, we just heard from Gary Kubiak a little while ago. Let's listen to what he had to say about Trevor and Trevor's readiness uh, this week have to show you something in the
2: morning. You know, I think it's me watching him come out of practice today morning. And think you know, see how he feels tomorrow, uh, soreness or you know those type of things. But it was good. I mean, he did everything we asked him to do yesterday. Did a little, probably a little bit more today. We're still repping Paxton, and uh, you know we'll see if we can get there on game day. So see how he feels. He shows up tomorrow like Yeah, I, th- I think we. I think the decision will be made tomorrow. if That's what you're asking me, Jeff. Yeah, I, I think we'll make that decision tomorrow. So he just needs to kind of avoid him to step back. It yeah, just, like- just how he's coming in. You know, he came in a day, he felt good, you know, uh, and like I said, uh, we, we pushed him a little bit harder today. Like I still see him out there doing some extra, so, you know, some, a bunch of good signs, but we'll, we'll see how he's doing tomorrow. Is there a uh, risk of re-injury with uh, what he's got there? Uh, well, anybody goes out there, Mike, hell, they you know, risk an injury, but uh, no, I mean, it's with talking to Greek, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is, and... You know, trying to, there's certain ways they're trying to protect it and, you know, tape it and all those type things. But the bottom line, can you do what you need to do to play? And he's he's shown the last couple of days that, that he's, you know, been doing that. So we'll just see how he feels.
0: So Trevor listed officially as questionable. We'll find out for sure tomorrow. I was honestly a little surprised. I thought they would want to put that to bed today, but apparently they just honestly don't know whether he's going to go. I still think he's going to play. Um, right. It's just a matter of is there a setback tomorrow? How does he handle practice out on the grass today? They were outside today. They've been inside, and I, we don't get to see all of practice, so we right. obviously don't know what tempo is, how things look different inside versus outside. But what we do get to see, uh, Trevor looked fine today. I thought he was throwing the ball pretty well. Right,
1: I, I would agree. But again, it's it you know he it wasn't full speed. You know, obviously it's it's just he he can stand back there and throw. Uh, But this isn't necessarily the offensive line you can stand behind and throw. So, uh, I I was a little more concerned that they didn't announce the starter today. I thought uh, coming down to the wire meant that, uh, really, Trevor is uh, a little bit unhealthier than we thought he would be. Yeah. Uh, And, again, I'm concerned that this may be a nagging injury, where um, if he does come back too early, it will... Remain a an issue, and he'll have these you know limited in practice on Friday. Don't know game time decision on Sunday type deals, and I I just don't know if you can do that successfully with these last four games.
0: No, I think it's going to be tough, and I think Trevor will play. um, Here's my issue with Trevor, and we talked about this a little bit before the show. We're starting to see a pattern here of minor bang up, beat up injuries, Mm -hmm. right with this guy. We've already heard players that he's playing against talk about how he doesn't look tall on the pocket. Right. He's not a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Injuries are going to be a problem for him and it's going to be and it's going to continue to be a problem. Paxton Lynch on the other hand, huge human being.
1: Right. And I know uh, the the first thing I would probably think the reaction to that would be, "Oh, well, you know, you'd be beat up too if you were behind this offensive line." You know, yeah, I I doubt anyone would be healthy at this point in the season anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on... I mean, look at Derek Carr has been one of the least set quarterbacks, and he's got a busted pinky. Like, it's just that's how it is, but at the same time... Uh, You know, there's a lot of quarterbacks that get beat up, and Trevor seems to just get beat up a lot, and the injuries always seem to be, you know, oh, it's not just nagging him. It's, oh, Paxton may have to start this week.
0: Trevor does not look like a big football player. No. Like, he looks like a guy, and
1: I think that's why so many people like him. He just looks like just a likable guy.
0: He's just a dude with a big nose and a kind of (laughs) weird, nasally-sounded voice. Hey. uh, I'm... Nothing wrong with nasally sounding voices, Ryan. I speak from experience on that. And <laughs> yeah, nothing um, wrong
1: with big noses either, all No, right.
0: nothing at all. Let's talk a little bit about what the Titans have at stake here because we know what the Broncos have at stake. The Broncos right. need to win out to have really any serious shot at good playoff seating. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans are fighting for their division. They're 6-6, six and six. Right. So, are the Ty- so are the Texans, so are the Colts. This game is monumentally important. The yeah. Tennessee Titans. They the, both of these teams need this game. The Broncos. I, I wonder if the Broncos may need it a little less than the Titans do, um, because ah, the man. the Broncos right now are on track to be a wild card playoff team. I, right, I, I think that's kind of the direction this is heading in. We'll see how Miami finishes out. We'll see how Oakland and Kansas City finish out. But right now, I think I think they're the sixth seed as of right now. Um,
1: yes. Well, I mean, in terms of the games remaining, I think. This is one of. I, this I is don't a must. This is yeah. Well, look, look at the Man, games remaining
0: know. for the Broncos: Tennessee, uh-huh. New England, Kansas City, Oakland.
1: Right, and Though I think you
0: have to have this one out of these last four. Okay, you have to have it, but, but to to so
1: wouldn't you say that if you if you lost one of the games, wouldn't it, wouldn't you rather it be to New England rather than Tennessee, who could be also fighting for a wild card spot?
0: Yeah, you No... You'd rather lose to New England, like right? You'd rather, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'd rather, I think, in a perfect world, you go three and one and you lose the New England game, yeah. and that way you're that's not going to be perfect world. Yeah, you're not going to be the one seed, but you will. And like, let's yes. say that, Kansas and let's City, drop
1: the one seed talk. Like, I, I think that's. I mean, it's still it's possible. possible, but you man, need New a England. You
0: need New England to lose twice in yeah. the last four, including to you, right? And you need. Uh, Tennessee, and you need Kansas City and Oakland to to yeah. crap the bed. A lot I, needs
1: to happen, but it, it, it's it's and I mean it's great that here, fans still have that expectation. Here's the
0: thing: I said it, I said we should drop the one seed talk last year too, and then miracle of miracles, week <sighs> sixteen, so the true. Miami Dolphins and, beat the New uh, England Patriots, and that's by some such a Belichick major.
1: thing that he would do. He would totally put just, in, just like
0: drop that last drop like one game, yeah, ahead of, of the postseason.
1: Whatever, we'll get healthy.
0: But they don't want to come to Denver. I think we'll see no, that next week, and true. we'll talk all about that. I'm looking forward to that, but. For this one, I think the things to look out for: um, Von Miller gonna be an issue for them, but I don't think with Mariota, he's gonna be able to have the kind of success that he has against some other guys. Um, uh huh. We'll see how they decide to play it. I expect to see a lot of you know six defensive backs, yeah. um, a lot of you know nickel defense, a lot of uh, kind of trying to cover on the back end and let your front seven carry things out. Trying, you can't. This is one of those guys, you know, you talk about it, you can't force edge pressure on him because he can get around edge pressure. Right. You want interior pressure that he that, that's harder for him to get away from. Interior pressure and sealing him in on the offensive side. So I, I think you're going to see Vaughn stunt a lot more than he usually does, uh-huh. which, you know, is when you come up to the line and you do like a half rush instead, and you yeah. try, you're try. you just trying to keep him in the pocket. If you it, Marcus Mariota can beat you from the pocket, though. he He's, he's capable not, of he's doing that. He's a good
1: that. quarterback, or he's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just again, it, the the dangers are there. You know, you can see the red flags, and and I just would not be shocked if if the Broncos walk away with a loss. I think they're going to be desperate. I think they, I think the locker room feels that this is a must-win game for them, uh, especially with these last three games on the horizon. Uh, but yeah, there's just that feeling that you know the Titans are fully capable
0: of pulling off the upset. Uh, yeah, I, I think. We'll pick this game. Let's okay. do it right now. Alright. So that we can get you out of here. I know you gotta go work. Okay. Um We have we both have to work. Yeah, I gotta go in the walk <laughs> in here in a little bit. Um, what are you thinking right now?
1: Uh again I've been I've been worried about this game for weeks, but uh I just see I said it in the bron- in the uh, video preview we did. I think the Broncos make more plays than the Titans, but I don't necessarily think that means that the Broncos, you know, played the best. Uh, I think it'll be a very Super Bowl-esque type performance where the defense has those, you know, fumbles or interceptions at the right moments that the Broncos capitalize on. But when you look at the stats, you go, yeah, Tennessee pretty much dominated that game. So I'm going to say, I I think I said, yeah, a field goal game. So 17-14 is what I'm going to stick with, and I think the Broncos get it.
0: Um... I picked sixteen thirteen in the preview for the Broncos. I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. It's gonna be a nasty game. It's gonna be an ugly game. It's gonna be one that Twitter's gonna quit on halfway right. through. <laughs> yes. It's gonna be not a lot of highlights coming not out. Not a this lot game. of highlights. It's gonna be a lot like the Jacksonville game. Yeah. Um, Mariota will make plays because he's capable of that. They'll they'll chew clock, they'll try and mm-hmm. play ball control offense and they may be in a lot of ways successful with that. Trevor Simeon, I don't expect to play particularly well, but I think this is one of those games because the Titans are so young mm-hmm. that they just make a critical mistake at the wrong time, and the Broncos' defense th- that I still think is championship caliber, mm-hmm. even if they can't, you know, stop the run to save their life, uh, makes them pay for it.
1: Okay, so if twelve is starting instead of thirteen, is it the same outcome for you?
0: I don't know about twelve right now. I- I'm still, uh, I'm yeah. still trying to figure twelve out. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm. I'm still trying to uh, remind myself that it's his second game and that he was a project QB to even begin with in the draft. Uh, I think. I think you and I both see his incredible raw talent and go, man. Once he puts it together, watch out. And I think we're both kind of just waiting for him to put it together. And uh, it's just not happening right now, whether that's just him getting in the same type of struggling offense Trevor's in right now. And Trevor had a little, or definitely had more success with the offense, uh, playing more time in it. But um, you're right. It's just like, oh, man, it's just kind of frustrating to see uh, Paxton, especially his performance last week. It was just frustrating because you know he's physically capable of being better, and you just didn't see it.
0: Let's talk real quick, Ryan. I don't want to get into it okay. too much. Okay. Um... Brandon Marshall on Instagram earlier today uh, put yeah. out a he, he took a photo and put it out a, uh, a letter that was sent to him, I'm told, through uh, the Broncos fan mail mm-hmm. process. The way that, that, that letters work here is you can send a letter to a player if you want them to sign something or, mm-hmm. or do autographs, and it gets put in their box, and they yeah. can choose to read it, choose not to read it. Well, Brandon Marshall, being the community guy he is... Um, he 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 opened a letter and it had some really pretty disgusting things in it, and I'm not going to get into it. Right. You can you can find it, Google it if you want to read it. Um, I just want to say what a tremendous job the Broncos are doing in trying to address the issue. As of right now, Coach Kubiak said that you know we're letting the organization take care of it. I mm-hmm. expect that that they will do that. Um, and I got but, an update. The NFL was also opening an investigation. NFL is going to investigate it. I, I've also been told that that this is not the first one of these that oh, that yeah. he's received, and that not all of them are getting to him either. So right, the this is there are a lot of very ugly people in the world, and a lot of hate, and uh, just just have a beer and love somebody. To right, that man. Yeah, it was just,
1: it was one of those letters that you are, you know, you, you see and you go, what, what year is it? You know, it's that type of thing. But then you remember it wasn't too long ago. There was someone burning a Brandon Marshall shirt outside the uh, organization after Um, it might be the same person. And, you know, it's just, uh, I, I, get that some people disagree with the way Brandon Marshall's handled, uh, national anthems and he, I, I believe he's standing for all of them now. I don't even think that's an yeah, issue he's, anymore. He's started, he's, um, he's standing. But,
0: you
1: know, I, I mean, you're going to have disagreements with people, so just get over it. There's no sense in, in, you know, giving death threats to everyone that you don't agree with, uh, that, that's not yeah. going to end well.
0: Um, yeah. So no, I, I it's disgusting. Yeah. It's, I, I it's it's awful. I don't even. Yeah, I you know it's one of those things, Ryan. Where and and I'll be frank about this. I don't. I didn't want to talk about it, but I saw so many other people talking about it and right. putting it out that it was going to be seen eventually. I yeah. I think if you put things out like that, like as a journalist, I think we have a hard time deciding when to put what what to run and what not to run, and right. discretion is so important because. When I, when even us talking about it, I feel like I'm giving that garbage who wrote Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I know
1: what you're saying. Yeah,
0: We'll move on. Uh, Ryan Green, thank you for being here on this Friday. Yeah. We will be back on Monday. Spend the weekend. Yeah. Love somebody, man. Give somebody a hug or encourage them Share or tell beer, them how great yeah. you are. Share a beer. Volunteer. Do something good for the community. Uh, Ryan and I will be back here. Will you be here Monday? Maybe? I will be here Monday. Cool. Yes, I'll be here Monday too. We'll do another one reacting to what we both think will be a, a tough Broncos win mm-hmm. to move them to a, their next uh, another winning season. there uh, not their not their it'd be their sixth fifth winning season in the Elway era. Yes, it's what it would be because they were eight and eight with Debo. Uh-huh. So uh, fifth winning season in the Elway era if they can get the win. If not, um, if the Broncos do not win this game, Ryan. I think it's fair to say that their season, more or less, is over.
1: Uh, yes, they will certainly put on a good show, but I think that I will think will be the I think feeling think the league and around the, the state. The
0: play, the, let me just tell you, the national media is already starting to, to abandon this team. Um, I can't blame them. No, I can't either.
1: But, you know, that's why they play the game. If they have
0: an uphill battle ahead of them, I will say, if they can get into the tournament, Ryan anything can happen. And these guys have the experience so,
1: last year.
0: We'll be here to cover it for you. No matter what, uh, for everybody, 5280 sports network and the Broncos blitz. He's Ryan green.
1: He's Jake Marsing.
0: This is 5280 sports network.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra
2: mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet.